pressure coming. And it's blocked into the end zone. And Penny Hart is on top of it for the touchdown. Oh, will this be a touchdown or a safety? The ball rolled out of bounds in the back of the end zone. Safety. Fourth possession was gained. Therefore, it is a safety. Wayne Goldman, big hole. There he goes. Jamal Adams trying to catch up to him. And finally, Brooks rips him down inside the 20. Biggest play of the day for the Giants offense. First and goal, Giants. Chance to take the lead. Alfred Morris pushes it home. And New York is on top. A wide open Alfred Morris with the catch and the score. Another bomb from Morris. Seattle's offense has not scored a touchdown today. Number three scoring offense in the league has just turned it over. Dornay Holmes off the deflection with his first career interception. Wilson spinning it to Carson. What a throw and a touchdown for the Seahawks. On third down, Wilson under pressure and Leonard Williams comes up clutch with a sack back in Seattle territory. Wilson trying to buy time. He's done this so much in his career. He's going to launch it up there. Metcalf is down there. Tipped alive and incomplete. Giants take over with 37 seconds remaining. Evan after it, the best formation in football. Victory formation. And how about this moment for Colt McCoy stepping in for Daniel Jones? Guys, there's a, there's a song out there. It exists. It's called Simply the Best. I played that song on repeat after the Giants went over the Seattle Seahawks. It was just top tier stuff, man. It's certain times you're just, you get a euphoric feeling where nothing can go wrong. That's what Sunday night was like. Great win. I mean, everyone doubted us. Everyone ruled us out. We had Cole McCoy. I didn't even think we were, I thought we were going to cover the spread. I mean, Hey, 10 and a half. They're giving us a lot, but uh, I had my doubts going into that game. Met every single one. Good stuff. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. My dad asked me that morning. He was just like, how do you think the Giants are going to do? I was like, I mean, the Seahawks have a great offense and a bad defense. And the Giants have vice versa, especially without Daniel Jones. So I'm not hoping for much. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was, I, was, I was really worried. I was hopeful, but I was like – I was I was honestly disappointed because I was like I think like we said on the pod last week like with Daniel Jones that was going to be a really good matchup and who would have thought that with Colt McCoy that's still a really good matchup uh, and not that like Colt McCoy did anything special but we said like just be a game manager and that's exactly what he did he did enough got some key first downs and that's all that's all you can ask from the guy he threw a touchdown. I mean, I'm just I'm in I'm in a very good mood going forth now. I feel like we can win out, you know. They play great. Gallman has been playing like great, like a really great. Wayne, Wayne Train, what is it? The Wayne Train. The Wayne goes? Train. Wayne Train. I like that. <laughs> no, nah, he's good. Nah, I don't know. The Giants look really good, really, really good, especially their defense. Hopefully, Daniel Jones comes back. But Lou, the only game I would say you guys might have problems with, and it's not even Baltimore. I think the Browns. I think that would be you guys' toughest game coming up. I, I mean, I kind of agree at this point. Uh, I made a point of not of calling the Browns. Just like I didn't think they were a good team last week. And, look, they, they ended up making it close. Like, they almost blew their lead. Tennessee kind of came back. But, I mean, they were just dominant in the first half. Baker actually looked really, really good. 
we got it. We got embarrassed as a pod. I'm pretty sure all of us went against the Browns last week. Everyone was on the table. Not me. Not Mr. Harris. Not Mr. Harris. Not Harris. Not Harris. Not Harris. No, Baker looked great. That whole team. With Brown Town. <laughs> For some reason, I just love the Browns. Randomly, like not always, but. Thank God Poe's not here for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Baker was throwing the ball all over the place, but usually they're run first. I mean, I don't know. They they look good, but I can see the Giants at least playing. I think, I mean, after that Seahawks game, I think they could definitely, you know, put up a good game with the Cardinals. Ravens, I think you guys could. I mean, Ravens beat up. I feel like the Ravens beat up on the bed. And, like, you know, and I feel like they beat the – I mean, you know, they lose to the good. The Giants, I don't know if you can put them in that good conversation yet, but their defense definitely is elite. I- so, I mean, with Andrew Jones back, I think it's a different game. I'm excited to see Lamar Jackson against that defense because he struggles against good defenses, and the Giants have one of the best defenses in the league. So, I want to see what Lamar does against them. So, I, I don't think he'll do well against them. I, I would pick the Giants in that game. I'll just – I'll say this. Um, Giants fans were hyped, and rightfully so, after that win. And there's, like, a lot of confidence going forth now. Like, yeah, we can you – no, know, we can beat anyone. We're contenders. And that's definitely the case. But – we won four straight, and it was like when we won three straight. Like that was like I think that was like the first time we had done that in a couple of years. Like mm-hmm. it's been a while since you've tasted this much of of a winning streak. As much as I would love to say, like at the look back at the end of the year and say the Giants won eight in a row to close out the season, I I don't know. I feel like part of me feels like we're due for a setback. One of these games, and I, I truthfully I think uh, there's part of me that believes like. We're going to have a Giants loss where it's going to be we should win the game and, and stuff doesn't click. I, I mean, going forward, you know, all I, these games you know are winnable game, is a thing. You know, you know which game I think it, that's going to be? Week 17 versus the Cowboys. That I mean, I, 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 truthfully, I wasn't it? even thinking about that because I think I just think Dallas is so – Uncoordinated right now that like not, I th- I think not, that not, should be not, but like that I'm would be the Giants that, move that would that, be John Franco you're right if the Giants are gonna lose it's gonna be the Dallas playing so great but the way I see it is they've already done all of their oh man we should have won that game you know on these yeah. like two plays like we've had like four yeah. games like that already so we've done all that now we're gonna just uh-huh. win out the rest of the season Super Bowl baby mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. I, yeah. I, I think nine wins for sure. I think win you the division. I'm. I could be. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent what Washington's schedule is, but I'm pretty sure it's not like a cakewalk either. And I know uh, right now, even though you have the same record, I think you guys are tied up because you have the lead division record. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. I think that's why right now you guys are sitting on top. So I, I was telling Luca this, and I, I think this is even fair because like last last week I said that the, the Redskins were the football team. They're a respectable team. Their defense is really good. But I still think I undersold them. Like Washington is a very competitive football team. And honestly, they could they could win out too because their toughest game is going to be Seattle. And that's going to depend on what Seattle team shows up. I think Seattle should beat them. But a lot of people said Seattle should have beat the Giants. So – I mean, the rest of their games, I know for a fact they play the 40 uh, – I know that they play the 49ers. I have the schedule. It's uh, 49ers this week, Seahawks, Panthers, and Eagles. Yeah. I mean, look, Eagles and 49ers, those are extremely winnable football games. And then and Panthers. And, and then the Panthers, too. The Panthers haven't been playing great. So, mm-hmm. I think the, the, the make-or-break game is going to be the Seahawks. And 
The problem with there's thank God Steven's not here because he's probably a wreck right now emotionally. <laughs> after after the, the Steelers lose their perfect season to a, t- a team with no name, uh, as many people put it. Do you still want to be doing TikToks? I think they should focus on um, running some better routes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say anything about the wide receivers. Like, the Steelers wide receivers, they're funny. Those TikTok dances, they're funny. They're entertaining. Come on. Yeah, yeah but, but to lose like, – No, honestly, no, I, can't, I can't even say, like, I don't care what people are saying, to lose to a no-name football or whatever football team. I think the Redskins played, like, very, no, very well, – People say that jokingly. Washington is a legitimate contender. If they make the playoffs, teams should be scared of them. I know people are going to make jokes if, if they win the playoffs. Like, oh, your team lost to the playoffs to so a team with no name. At this point, that doesn't matter because Washington is – if you go up against Washington, you should be scared. You should be crapping your pants it's because, crazy. let me tell you, that defense is sick. I think his uh, – I think Gibson's turf toe is going to hurt them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the, really good. No, yeah, and turf toe, I don't know if any of you guys ever experienced it. It lasts for a while, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, especially with a running back. I, I just think the crazy thing is, like, we talked about this NFC East for, for months as, like, the worst division in football. They could technically, if both teams went out, you could be looking at two NFC East teams in the playoffs. And that's a crazy thought. And I mean, I we just outlined it. Like, the Giants and the, Red, and the Redskins winning out is – it's – Kind of crazy. It'd be a stretch. I I imagine it it would be the odds aren't in the favor, but they play some winnable games. Mm-hmm. The the football team winning that really it puts the Giants in a tough spot because I think they said Daniel Jones is going to come back. The pressure's now it's still on the Giants. I think we all kind of hoped like Washington would lose and we could have like a little bit of buffer zone between them. The yeah. pressure's still on the Giants to win because Washington's not messing around. No, I totally agree. That's crazy, though, when you think about it, too, like how much of a laughing stock the division was. Like, I mean, like you see now, I mean, like still, like their records aren't amazing, but like the 180 that both those teams turned and like, you know, in such like, such, like this, these past couple of weeks, the span, they're both com- competitive teams. And exactly what you said, if they get into the playoffs, I think both of their defenses, like I wouldn't like, ex- and, and besides the fact that they're both going to be hosting the games, because whichever mm-hmm. one goes out, they're going to be the um, home field advantage. They're going to be the division leader. So. And, like, I mean, I you look at the way they're playing for Alex Smith right now. Imagine how that gets if they're in the playoffs. Like, I mean, Alex Smith's just a – he's a freaking warrior. I mean, he got, he got cleated, bro. He gets he gets spiked. There was blood pouring through a maroon sock, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to see blood through a basically blood-colored sock, but you could. <laughs> and then the combination with the white cleats. That was the wrong day to wear white. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> put it that way. But, I mean, he, he came back in, and he's just he's, – he's a warrior. Losing Gibson, I mean, like, their offense already wasn't great. McLaurin's a, a stud, but, I mean, still, like, their offense has some holes, and not having Gibson's going to hurt. I still think the Giants' offense is better, with Daniel Jones at least. But, I mean, the way they're going to play for Alex Smith at big ends at playoffs, like, they're going to make movies about that if, if, that's, if, that's, the, if that's the case. And – what what you guys are saying about the NFC East, like even like we made fun of it and everything. Looking at next year, you have a Giants team that has a very bright future with Saquon actually healthy. Uh, the same with the football team; they they have a lot of young stars. Cowboys have Dak coming back. The Eagles maybe with Jalen Hurts something clicks. That that division could actually be. I'm uh, I'm kind of hoping that the to... Eagles stay a laughing stock, but like honestly, like. <laughs> 
Dallas is the second worst team in this division, which is crazy right now, the way that like, they've been playing. But like, like you said, like they get Dak back again. I think that roster uh, is yeah. still up and down mm-hmm. when held. Like Dallas's roster is really not that bad. They're, they're, they're I mean, so Dallas's defense. Look how bad they are. They, they don't know. know. Dallas's defense. Yeah, they, they don't know what they're doing. It they're, surprised me too because like Vander Esch is a good. I mean, he got completely faked out on the Lamar Jackson run. Like he just made a completely wrong was, read. But <laughs> like Vander Esch is good. But I think what's the other? They don't they have like a really good left end? Is his name uh, Lawrence? Marcus Lawrence, Demarcus yeah. Lawrence. He's have, supposed to be good, right? Jalen Smith is a linebacker. Yeah, they have, they have, listen, they have Pete, but that's what it is. I feel like that's always Dallas. Yeah. Every year there's always so much hype around them, and I don't blame them for it because of the big names, the star power that they have on both sides of the ball. But it's just one way or another, they always just find a way. You know, I mean, to- like, not for nothing, their, their third receiver is C.D. Lamb. That's a pretty good spot to be in. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, that's, this is an offense that should be something. I mean, their backup quarterback is Andy Dalton. Like, they're, this, their offense overall is just, it's relatively solid. So this is a division that should make for some entertaining football in years to come. But, I mean, right now we're going to get really uh, – that's uh, going to come down to the wire unless one team completely falls off the cliff between the football team and the Giants. I'm really pumped for it. Can we talk about the Steelers for a second? How we overrated can. are they? I want to I ask you guys. Do you guys think they're overrated? It's it's dangerous to say that, be but uh, like here's the thing: they they were perfect. They played some close games. I think even Stephen would admit that even when they were eleven and zero, they probably weren't playing the best football in all of the in all of the National Football League. Uh, but they're still their defense is fantastic. Their offense should do enough, and not for nothing. They were they had a lot of injuries, right? They didn't have James Conner, but they missed him Bud Dupree in that game. Bud Dupree's yeah. out, they, and yeah. I think Stephen. Steven was telling me that their secondary had, was wrecked in that game. They yeah, know Cameron Hayward, right? There was a bunch yeah. of like they're, we're we're saying all these names. Like this is a, these are a lot of names that that Steelers defense is missing. Um, and and like I think like we just said, like Washington's not that bad of a team, and I, I don't think it should surprise anyone that that game was close because of how good Washington's defense is and kind of how underwhelming Pittsburgh's offense is. Um, when Pittsburgh's defense gets hurt, it's really tough for them to dominate games with their defense, even against like a, a middling offense like Washington. So I don't know if I'd look too much into it unless like if this is their roster the whole way through, like is Bud Dupree not even able to come back for playoffs? Like he's no, just done. He, he, no, he's, he's out for the rest of the year. 22. Oh, Torrey ACL. I didn't even, all right. So that's they, not good. Like, look that's at TJ Watt. He's been amazing all year, but he's had Bud Dupree on the other side. So yeah, no, he has yeah, been exactly. double team now. Defense are gonna defenses are gonna focus on him, and guess what? He's not gonna be as productive. So their defense mm-hmm. isn't gonna be as good, and their offense. I mean, look at the Redskins. They didn't blitz Roethlisberger that much. They had four good pass rushers, but they didn't blitz him. They knew he was gonna check down because instead of holding it, he now he just throws it so quickly. He just checks down, and they're there for the making the tackle. I mean, that's all they had to do. Just he does mm-hmm. a five yard check down pass, and they tackle the guy. I'm not, I'm not just saying it because they just lost to the uh, football team, but I've been saying it for a while. Even though they were 11 and 0, I they weren't my like. See, I mean, even though it's crazy to say like, wow, an undefeated team 11 and 0, like they're definitely like like without looking at anything else, like oh, they're definitely like your clear favorite for the Super Bowl. I still didn't think like they were. I I, st- I still think that the Chiefs are the clear favorites in the AFC. And I don't even think it's close. I just yeah yeah. We're just in, we're we're in just for some fun now because like. 
And the Bills, get ready for the Bills. This Sunday night game, Pittsburgh versus mm. um, Buffalo yeah. is going to be an insane game. And I honestly, mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked to get if the, if the Bills win. I really wouldn't. I, I think the Bills are winning. Whenever Roethlisberger throws a pass more than 10 yards, I hold my breath because he just chuck, lobs it up there. It's scary. I'll never, that, the play, well, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, the Wednesday night game versus the Ravens, that third down. That Washington? What happened? When he lobbed it to James Washington? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that yeah. play. I, awesome. I didn't even know what that was. I was so – the fact that that worked was incredible. But, like, you got to fire that. I don't know. Yeah, so – I, and there was I, another play against the football team where he lobbed it up. Uh, he tried to get over linebacker between the safety. There was three football team players around the Steelers receiver, and it was just – it's scary. Yeah. But it's just – I think, Vic, this is, like, the perfect season coming off of, like, the, the COVID summer where we didn't have any sports. The playoff race is going to be insane because right now you have the Chiefs and the Steelers tied, trying to go for – there's only one – there's only one – by by seed right like you have to be that top team yeah, yeah now it's like in the nfc which was close earlier on the saints look like they're gonna run away with it but the packers are right behind them it's like every conference is so insanely close every division is really really close and like the extra wild card seed now it's like we're just gonna be in for so much fun i yeah. just i'm so psyched yeah this is I, perfect I, but even like the chiefs like I, you just mentioned the chiefs are a really good team they almost lost to the Broncos. No, I know. That's right. Yeah, I, that like, I truly, like, there are there that many teams that were like, we know, we do, we really know who they are because I'm trying, I'm going through all the teams in my head. Did the Saints lose to the Falcons? Or did um, they, they, they win? The no, no, they, they, they beat the, the Falcons. All right, so they beat the, fa- they were able to beat the Falcons. All right, so that's, that 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 makes it less interesting, but like the Chiefs have had games where they don't look good. The Steelers have had games where they don't look good. The Packers have had games where they don't look good. Is there any really top seed where you go, man? That team just looked amazing the whole year. Every team has had just you know a bad is, moment. The only I get like the only bad moment, but I just think that like okay, every team does have their bad moment. Like you just said, Packers, Chiefs, all these teams. But I think the Chiefs' ceiling is far above anyone else's. So that's why I feel like they're like the overpass. Like when everything is clicking with that team, I like I really don't see anyone, any any other team. I mean, I just I think back to the to what Jack said. Like I think Jack's right. Like at least in the NFC, like the way the the, the Saints have played, the Saints have just been fantastic with their offense and their defense, and just even when they're playing close games, like against the Falcons, who are better than the record really says they are. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I think like you have some really really interesting interesting teams and interesting matchups coming up. Yeah, I, I, I'm, and I'm interested in the Bills because they started off hot, then they kind of plateaued, and we were like, is this team for real? Josh Allen was in early MVP talks and then kind of fell off the board. That was MVP Josh Allen against, uh, was against San Francisco. That was legit. Yeah. He tore him up. And that's not like a flimsy defense. That's still a good defense, even though I know yeah, their injuries to the front line. But this, I, I still think they're a great defense, and he – I felt like he was throwing the ball. There was no one there. It was like practice. He was tearing them up. Now, before we get to some really fun stuff, I just want to pose this question because I've been thinking about it. Do the Giants have a top five defense? Because I'm trying to think. Leonard Williams has just been fantastic. Um, yeah. Yes, they do. And the secondary is insane. Logan Ryan, James Bradbury. Blake Martinez has been great at linebacker. Like, is he going to be all right? Was his injury uh, like serious or not? I hope he's all right. 
I think I think he should be all right. Yeah, I think he's a big play. He, he's obviously he's amazing. He's got to play for you guys. That's like the heart and soul right there in the middle of your defense. Yeah, if you're talking about top five, you got to go what Steelers, Colts, Ravens. Ravens are an iffy. What for top five defenses? Definitely yeah. Colts. Definitely Steelers. Saints I mean, are in the conversation. Saints. I was going to say Saints are in there. I don't know. Do you throw the Bears in? The Bears get lit up. They got. I mean, they got destroyed by the Packers. And the Rams defense is awesome. Rams defense. I was just going to say. Rams defense is legit. Yep. Even, I mean, even though they don't got no players, I, I, it's crazy to say, but like, I feel like New, New England's defense is still – Belichick it's Bill Belichick. He's just, he's a defensive mastermind. The de- I mean, he's yeah. the mastermind behind the two defenses in the nineties that won, or was it the eighties when the Giants won the Super Bowls? I forget what um what decade it was. How old do you think I am, Lou? Jeez. <laughs> what? Two thousand eight? No, 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 no. The Belichick Super Bowls. The defense. Um, I think I think it was eighty six and that no. was eighty. That's what I meant. The Belichick I'm Super Bowls. My bad. No, 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 no. The Belichick <laughs> Giants Super Bowls, right? That was 80s. I think yeah, it was yeah. 80, 86, like, I believe. All right, yeah, 86. Yeah. All right, good. Thank God. I thought you were talking about when the Giants <laughs> beat the. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. <laughs> like, like, I'm talking about like the like the Giant when like you watch those like NFL films and like you hear like Bill Belichick how like he switched up the Giants defense every time like he ran like a whole new scheme against the 49ers they had no idea what hit them like he's just he's, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. But speaking that of is. people that aren't defensive geniuses, uh, Jets fired our boy Greg Williams and what a Jets way to lose. You had the lead, and, you know, Jets fans all over the place were crying. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to win. We're going to lose Trevor. Greg Williams, like, I got you. I got you guys running cover zero on the Hail Mary, baby. Listen, what I'm saying, and I'm not defending anybody, but the one thing I have to say is even, like, people are saying, they were like, no matter what was happening, most likely, I mean, hopefully it still hasn't happened yet, but Adam Gase is most likely going to lose his job. I think Greg Williams, no matter what happened, he was going to lose his job, too, at the end of the year. So people are saying, they were like, when people are saying, oh, he did it for, like, the sake of the franchise, I don't think Greg Williams cared at all. And I actually saw, like, a couple of things that actually said it. He was in a similar situation, and he actually read, like, I don't know if it was to the same extent. <laughs> never was I hope people. not. I think it might have been, like, six people or whatever it is. But Greg Williams is known for blitz, and the guy is absolutely just shot. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's like, here's the thing, like – I know there are people that were, like they were getting mad, like like oh the people that say Greg Williams is purposely trying to tank, like it doesn't make any sense because like he doesn't have a future with this team, like mm-hmm. so like I'm worried like was he like was management like hey we'll slip you a twenty if you send it all up blitz here and lose <laughs> or do you think it was a good idea because really all you had to do it's like line up some guys along the end zone and you're good. There was like six <laughs> seconds left. Like the only time I've seen that backfire was like when the Chiefs like. Got somehow got like the Cowboys basically did like a prevent like zone, and the Chiefs somehow find a way to like lateral it to Tyree Kill, and he beat everyone because he's like a oh, cheetah. Yeah. He's insane. But other than that one moment, like usually if you just send nine guys back and you only blitz one guy, like you're gonna be good. I I was reading that uh, I'm pretty sure Gruden was expecting it. That's what uh, Greg Williams does every time he sends a blitz on those like last second plays. But also, I mean, what was it? It was rookie cornerback Lamar Jackson lined yeah, up with un, the undrafted. best receiver from the draft, Henry Ruggs. Undrafted. That's, that's, undrafted my, that's my reason. 
that's the only reason why I was like, if like whatever it is, at least you know, try and put whoever like Marcus May or what, at least one of your guys. But no matter what, you put an undrafted rookie. I mean, on the, isn't, on the isn't fastest, Ruggs their on number the one at this I, point? I, mean, I don't know about he's been. I mean, number one for who? Oakland for right, Nick? Isn't he their number one? Basically, uh, no. He probably should be, but he's not. Darren Wells. They don't use him as it anyway. Yeah, Darren Wells. Darren Wells. But he is probably the fastest player in the league. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he ran like a four-two. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was definitely a bad call. <laughs> but so, so my understanding is you guys are happy, right? Oh, like we're all great up. vibes. Hearing, I was yelling. I was so happy. I don't know what the, I don't know what the sequence of plays was, but like I I was just excited that I was I was I had that nervous feeling for a Jack game, even though yeah, it was, it was, a, it was the a game that we were actually it was good it was good to get a little excited for it. So that's so like, I, mean. I I was surprised because like so I was watching you know your Jets game leading up into the Giants game, and so I saw the the fourth and three he catches the ball, but it was like offensive holding, and um, then they don't they don't get the first down. I was like I had to switch to the Giants game because it started. It was a big game, and I got the alert on my phone. I was like, no way, the Jets lost. Like I was like, that's just, that's perfect because I thought the game was over, man. I was like, no way. What would have been the cherry on top would have been Jaguars beating the Vikings. So then oh, they would have had to they made it to over. They took it. They took it into overtime. I know. Dan Bailey, Dan Bailey shanked that kick for us. I know he was trying to give the Jags the win, but, you know, it didn't work <laughs> out. But I'm re- I don't know. I'm still hoping for somehow Jaguars can pull out a win in these next couple of weeks. So, like, week 17, yeah. the Jets can beat, can beat the Patriots to end off the year. Jets can end off the year with at least a win and still end up. But at this point, if it takes 0-16 to get Trevor – I'm not complaining anymore. I think, I think you like this. There's nothing else to look forward to. You got to get this. And I think like, again, you could always end up being the Patriots because that'd be the Jets way to go. And if the Jaguars don't win a game, then maybe you find yourself drafting second. But I feel like after that loss, you have to feel like with the one game separation between you and the Jaguars, you're in a good spot to get the number one pick. Semi-confident or were you just like completely? You're never, you're never. You can never be fully. The Jets always jet. But can we talk about Adam Gase? He personally fired Greg Williams. This, yeah. this man, he doesn't take responsibility for any of his actions. The teams, what, what are they, 0-11, 0-12? But what's he going to do, fire himself? No. Come on. No, 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 no. He knew the play call. The play call went through him. He didn't stop it, and he and he goes back. Oh, I wish I had changed the play. You think, you think he, he was paying point? attention? Come on, that guy. Adam Gase doesn't even know where he is. Adam Gase, <laughs> he was he, he was trying to find his Texas his Adderall deal. He wasn't paying attention to the game. <laughs> he lost every game for the Jets because he's an awful coach. But then, Greg Williams. Okay, he didn't. He it was a bad call. It's one call and. I'm fine with him being fired, but <laughs> it was a pretty bad one. Though. <laughs> it was a bad one. Adam Gase has been doing it all season, and he, for one call, he one game. Greg Williams loses for them, then he fires him. Adam, Greg Williams has been a nuisance all year. Like he's barred. He's had his his altercations with with Adam Gase. I think you you kind of had a feeling neither of them were coming back at the end of this year. No matter I what. Agree with that, but am I wrong to think that like Douglas or like these higher ups are keeping um, Gates around because they know he's he's the best chance the team has to lose? As crazy as that sounds, they're like, uh, no, we put in an interim head coach. I think that's, right? I mean, that's, that's the case, right? And I you know also I mean? think like 
we're so deep into the season. There's no point in making yeah, changes. I, I felt like if they it's were like, gonna why fire... pay somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, money that you're just gonna throw away. It's yeah. also like it's one thing if you had your future quarterback, and it's like, all right, let's get him into like the new whatever new offense we think we're gonna run uh, next year. But like, you you already think that Trevor's gonna be your future. Like, why would you like implement like a new like any, anything new when it's like like just ride this out, let it die, and then we'll give it new life exactly. next year. You gotta start fresh next year. That's it. Everything. I just wish Adam Gase wasn't the one to fire Greg Williams. Like anyone in management, like anyone besides Adam. I, Gase. I think I think it just makes it funnier. I, I I'm eating every every bit of this. Literally stuff. a la- it's a laughing stock. Like at this sitcom. point, like it, it, yeah, it's, li- it's literally a sitcom. It's all, it's just <laughs> wait, wait, can I ask you guys? Has Adam Gase taken responsibility for any of these things? He was blaming. He Adam, did like, take responsibility for and ruining Darnold. Darnold. He, yeah. t- he took responsibility he after he got killed for like. Killing Sam Donald, right? Like, thing, like, he yeah. took responsibility for the most blatant thing. Like the whole world knew that he was a re- like. <laughs> I haven't developed Sam Donald. I mean, it's tired but true. But he came in. He was supposed to be what is the, the, the QB whisper. czar. The, the, the like, yeah. whisper. Everybody yeah. felt. Uh, Adam Manning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was supposed to be like the Bill Ford of quarterbacks, and he's just he's not <laughs> he's not that. Not that. Not even. Not even close. <laughs> close. You can't even shine Bill Ford's shoes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I got another list, and I'm really excited because um, this list got changed several hours ago based on a conversation that that was that took place in my English class, where I was like, "All right, well, I can't have that on the list anymore." Um, but yeah, this is gonna be top five Christmas movies. We already had the debate about Christmas specials, Christmas movies. We're not going to get into that anymore. This is movies? This is movies. Okay. Now, I, I think I have some – there might be – feel free to yell at me and scream and all that because uh, I don't know. I feel like this could get controversial. But, uh, I was just going to say there's definitely some controversy then. All right. Let me, let, me, let me pull up the list here and then uh, – all right, I'm looking at it. Whenever you guys are ready, start shooting. Home Alone's got to be on there. Nope. Home Alone is not on the list. I thought about this long and hard. So when you see the top five, I mean, you got to tell me it's tough. There's like a really, there's like seven or eight really good movies that are here. And I don't know. Home Alone was something I didn't get to early, like as early on in my childhood as I probably should have. I mean, I still enjoyed it when I was young, but for me, it's just not something I have to see every time Christmas rolls around. And some of these, I feel like they are. It's a Wonderful uh, Life. It's a Wonderful Life is number two. Listen, it's a classic. Nice. It's, it's a great right, movie. Nice. It's a classic. It's my number one. It's, it, it's got some really great bits. I know maybe some people who think it's old, they're like, they, they kind of disregard it. It's a fantastic movie, and it's just all the feels. Lou, the last Lou, years. I, I think learned these past two weeks, you're a big nostalgia guy. So I'm a big nostalgia guy. Put that into perspective. You yeah. Put that in. So that's, I got I It's a Wonderful Life at number two. Um, it's a classic. Polar it's a, it's a it's a Christmas you know staple. What was that, Tomasa? Polar Express. No, Polar Express. Get that out of here. No, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. A Christmas story. Number four. Number four. Okay. It's a classic, okay. right? Nice. Play it all throughout. It's a marathon. They play it all throughout Christmas. It's iconic. You you got all like the. It's it's honestly it's hilarious. I almost didn't have it on the list. I kept thinking about it. I was like, no, that's just a hilarious movie. It's insanely quotable. You have like what is it? The um, 
it's fr- fragile the the leg statue there are just so many great moments there's he gets yelled at by santa the the santa at the mall i mean you could go on and on it's just it's one of the best christmas movies out there i got it, number four elf now here's a elf, yeah elf. Say, elf. elf's gotta be on there is elf. my number one baby okay elf, i love elf it's man it's it's baby. a it's one of those movies where every time christmas comes along even if you don't watch the full thing you gotta watch it. There are just scenes in there that are hilarious. That's you got me, Lou. We have like basically the same. I mean, for me, one, one and two are into. I'm Home Alone and Elf are my one and two. I can't. Believe I, 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 res- I, I respect. I respect that. I respect that. That's fine. I know. I knew you guys were gonna be hurt. I knew you guys were gonna be hurt by that. But like, even like my mom was telling me because I, I was telling her about the list. And I, I was like, I have Elf pretty high, and she's like, I remember when the cousins from Virginia come. And to put this in perspective, like in Virginia, they don't have like escalators or anything like that. Like. When they saw the escalators, like they did the elf thing where they stretched the legs really far, like, like it was it was hilarious. Like they they loved it, and it just kind of reminded me, like, how much of a classic this movie is. I mean, I got a good guest coming hilarious. up. I, think. I got a good guest coming up. Hit me with it. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is one of my favorite. National Lampoon. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, number three, baby. Number three. I I love this movie. I know people are like, oh, it's not that good. It's kind of raunchy. It's kind of whatever. This and that. It's a funny movie. It's, it's funny. hilarious. And I think it's honestly one of those movies where every time Christmas comes around, I end up watching the whole thing because it's, I mean, Chevy Chase is just a genius. He's just fantastic. And it's, hilarious. it's a hilarious movie from start to finish. It's, it's one of those Christmas movies you, again, you have to watch it every time. You know, it's all. Now I'm going to hit you with a controversial one. So this is my number. Now Die we got hard. the top four. The top. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to peel behind the curtain here. And I made this list. I had Die Hard as my number one initially. I was big on the whole Die Hard's a Christmas movie thing. And I was fighting against Luca. And I was fighting against my parents. were like, no way. Get that crap out of here. In English class, Miss Gonzalez played an audio drop. It rocked me to my core. It's from the Bruce Willis Comedy Central Roast. He gets up on the stage. He goes, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. If, if Bruce Willis says that Die Hard's not a Christmas movie... It's not a Christmas movie. And the salient point I heard made was that it's not, it doesn't have Santa. It doesn't involve any of that stuff. It's just a movie that takes place during Christmas time. It doesn't have any key Christmas values. That can be debated. I think he goes home to his family at the end. You know, he's with them at Christmas. But look, I love Die Hard. And if, if we could consider, if I, if I was allowed by Bruce Willis to consider a Christmas movie, I would. But I felt like I had to take it off because of what he said. But uh I love Diary. I, I feel yeah. like that he that it definitely is, and that was a roast. It was just a joke. You know? no, so no. I will disregard what you're saying. I mean, look I, at the end, at the end of the day, qualifying it yeah. as a Bruce Willis movie, that makes it seem like he's saying, "Oh, it's not a Christmas movie because it's a Bruce Willis movie." And that's more that what he was saying, sense. but it's. It was tough, but I, I thought long and hard, and I was like, I guess it's right. Like, it's not like a Christmas movie in the true sense of, like, the magic and the wonder of Christmas, the way all, of, like, the plot's not directly correlated with Christmas. Like, that plot could happen Neither outside of... Home Alone. That plot could happen outside of Christmas time, and it would still kind of hold up. And I think Home Alone would, too, but I feel like... I think the Christmas enhances both movies, but Christmas enhances Home Alone more than it does Die Hard. Yeah, I think a Christmas movie really just okay. Go ahead. It's a it's a vague term, and there's room for arguments. Mr. Harris, <laughs> the whole reason Lou's like this is because we bullied him in English class. We yeah, I got that to get. No, honestly, it's the Bruce Willis drop. It's the Miss Gonzalez drop, and honestly, it it was just like I thought about. it. I was like. 
I only watched it a couple years ago. It's the thing about like nostalgia. Like I only got it's a radar movie. I only watched it. I, I was late to seeing it at that too. Like I only watched it a few years ago. Like all these other movies on this list have that nostalgic Christmas vibe. Every Christmas you sit down and you watch the movie. I wasn't five sitting down watching Die Hard. It just wasn't something that did. So <laughs> that takes away from it a little bit, but I respect it. So there's one more. It's number five. It's a. Uh, Want to give a little hint? Um, so this is another. Uh, the guy that stars in it is from SNL, or he's a, he's an SNL former SNL cast member. It's not considered like an SNL movie, but it is. It stars, and he went on to become one of the greatest comedians of all time. Why do I feel like I should know this? Yeah, uh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to think what. Eddie Murphy movie was Christmas. Oh, wait a second. Is it a Christmas Carol? It's not Christmas Carol, but you're close. You're very close. There's a, it's it's not called Christmas Carol, but like, can you tell me who you think is in that movie? Because you might be thinking of the right movie. Oh, um, Jim Carrey. With, uh, oh, like wow. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Scrooge. Scrooge. I, I, Scrooge. I love that movie. I love Scrooge. You gotta check it out. It's, it's unironically out of all the movies made about a Christmas Carol, it's the best one. And it's a parody of the Christmas Carol. It's fantastic. It's got. It's another one. It's got great quotable lines. Um, Bill Murray's great in it. You got the uh, what is it? The girl from Indiana Jones is great. Is great in it. But it's. Uh, I got it on my five. It's one that I watched pretty early on. I'm. I'm a big fan of Scrooge. So I got that as my five. That is a great movie. Okay, hot take here. Underrated Christmas movie. Love Actually. So this is what I want to give you. I don't you a actually quote. think I've seen it. it, it Lucas said this. He's like, Lucas said that he said to stay at Lubin, and Lubin goes. What's love actually like? This is where you. This is where you're at on love actually, buddy. Come on. I, I haven't watched Hold the movie, on, so like you makes, said it yourself, I couldn't put it on there. I didn't watch the movie. Not a big rom com. What guy. makes love actually a Christmas movie? That's another good question. It takes place during Christmas. Christmas. Oh, get the hell out of here! That's so, the same. It's the same thing so you use for Die Hard. Why is Die Hard no. not hey, a wait, Christmas wait, wait, movie? Wait, 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 wait! You can't do that. Get this guy out of here! No, no, no. The plot revolves around Christmas. Does it though? It, I uh, like the party. Can't even remember the plot. Oh, great movie, Luke. I can't even remember the plot. Plaza. Mm. Like what? the plot. The party at the office was the Christmas party. Yeah, big time stuff. They were hostages because they were at a Christmas thing. I'll throw this one out there. I didn't even know it was a Christmas movie until I. It, it was by some people considered a Christmas movie until I um. I looked up this list, and ultimately, I didn't consider it a Christmas movie. But if I did, I probably have it on here. Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Takes place, it does take place during Christmas. There are a lot of Christmas elements. It's another classic comedy. Uh, so I, I considered it, but I left it off. Miracle on 34th Street is one of those really nostalgic classics. Didn't have it on there, but I definitely thought about it. Uh, I missing any that I I I you know, I thought about Home Alone, but uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas crossed your mind. Nightmare Before Christmas crossed my mind, but I I just don't think it's even like one of Tim Burton's best works. I just I that was never a huge fan of it. It's got some, I don't know, I, I was never I was never the biggest night. Uh, you know, was just taking shots. I was taking shots at everyone. Alvarez's favorite movie. 
Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Very uh, no, it's definitely. I, I I love it. It's got some. It's got some good moments, but I didn't. I didn't put it on there. So Mr. Harris brought this up. He's like, I'm doing all these top fives. He was like, we should be able to do some top fives. So right now, if you want to throw out some of your, even if it's a quick, I know you didn't have really time to prepare because that's bad on me. But like, top fives were some. I know you've already thrown out some of your favorites, but any other ones that we're missing here? I'm open to suggestions. I mean- I just want to say this. The fact that you didn't have Charlie Brown on your top five special <laughs> was very interesting. <laughs> that, is, that is a classic, that is, especially I'm a big nostalgic guy. Yeah, I Is Charlie Brown's considered a movie, correct? Mm, it's it's not, a special. The, 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 the one he's talking about is a special, though. The, That's Luca. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get involved again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my my parents were pissed that I that I left off Charlie Brown the Christmas special one. But uh, what are you gonna do? This is that when you when you start to make lists and you you make allegiances, you you make enemies. Oh, you it, can, it happens. Yeah, no, I, guess I was just gonna say, not everyone's always gonna be pleased with the list. Listen, I know. As soon as I left off Home Alone, I knew I knew I was gonna get into some fights with some people because Home Alone's by many it's considered a classic. I I do I consider yeah. it a classic. I shouldn't okay. say by many because I do consider it a classic. And, uh, I was very happy you had It's a Wonderful Life. I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. No, listen, man, I'm, I'm a man of good taste. But I, I could already tell, I think Scrooge was kind of poorly received on this list. I could, I could see that's kind of the one people might drop yeah. off. But don't sleep on Scrooge, man. Big it's fan got, of it. Big fan of Scrooge. All right, I got Rory in my corner. Some, respect, some mutual respect for Mr. Harris. There we it's go. It's always what you want. <laughs> um, yeah, so unless anyone has any last jabs they want to take at me, I guess we can move on. I'm done with I will just throw out there uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch. I want. I don't know if it would make my top five, but it would be pretty close. Top ten for sure. If you extend that, I'm I'm a little cold on that one, but uh, you no, know, it doesn't really compare to the it's Christmas special. Not as good special. as the special. It's not as good as the special, is the thing. Oh no, nothing compares to the special. Nothing compares we went over to the special. That. And, and I haven't seen Benedict Cumberbatches yet. I I mean I just saw the commercial with the pickles and I was like get me out of here this is not what I want to see. <laughs> Didn't seem great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man, good stuff. All right, well um fantasy football playoffs have started this week officially if they didn't start last week. This is this is the week where most of you guys your playoffs started, right? This week yeah. This week and possibly I'm in I'm in a twelve man league, but some ten man leagues mm. are starting next week. I know mine is starting next week, so this is a big week. This I know that my league. my league's doing um because only four teams are in the playoffs because again four man league, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Two two <laughs> two week playoffs, which I love because it gives you a chance to bounce back in case anyone um you know anyone yeah. struggles. But uh, Tommaso, how are we doing on Decker decisions? We got some big playoff action for us. Yeah, big news right off the bat. Before monster, before you go and read them off. Um, today they said McCaffrey's probably out. So people that were banking on yeah. him coming back mm-hmm. this year—that's that's a big, big hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of McCaffrey, the running backs. I mean, I haven't like I, I looked at the list before and had McCaffrey and obviously not anymore. So we have <laughs> Cook, Henry, Aaron Jones, James Robinson, and Austin Eckler. Receivers, we have Devontae, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Metcalf, and Thielen. Tight ends, we have Kelsey, Waller, Hawkinson, Andrews, and Henry. QBs, we have Rodgers, Wilson, 
Mahomes, Herbert, and Watson. And you might say, why Herbert after he just put up four points? Definitely think of uh, uh, what's going to bounce back against the Falcons. And defenses, we have the Saints versus the Eagles, Rams versus the Patriots, Seahawks versus the Jets, Niners versus the football team, and the football team versus the Niners. Defensive battle. Love that. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. starts and sets. Um, we got Tannehill versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense has been bad all year. I feel like the Titans are going to light him up. Big Ben versus Cincinnati. I mean, I'm sorry, versus Buffalo Sunday night. Um, for Sitz, Newton versus um, the Rams tonight. That's going to be a tough matchup, the Rams defense. And uh, Baker versus Baltimore. I know Baker's coming off that big game. And I can still see, honestly, um, the Browns pulling out that win. But I don't think it's going to be a game they're going to want to start him. And honestly, um, I, could, I could throw this out here for Sitz for a QB. If you have a respectable backup, Consider sending Kyler Murray because, again, they're telling him not to scramble. And the Giants secondary, we saw the way they played Russell Wilson. Their, Leonard Williams has got, got insane pressure. They were using some good linebacker and safety blitzes. That secondary is already no joke, and Kyler's still, I think, kind of hurt. Like, he's out of whack a little bit. You see, yeah, exactly. You still see he's, he's, not the, he's not the same as he was. So it, it's years. a tough because he could still get you a lot of points. It's just if you have a backup that you feel good about – Consider that's what's tough about this playoffs. So you got to make the right choices for yeah. everything. One a lot of yeah. pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. the running backs: uh, Jonathan Taylor versus the uh, the Raiders, and uh, Miles Gaskin versus uh, Kansas City. And for Sitz, uh, Miles Sanders versus New Orleans, and uh, Raheem Mostert versus Washington. For receivers, um, Davis uh, Corey Davis versus Jacksonville, and um, Deontay Johnson versus Buffalo. For Sitz. Christian Kirk versus the Giants. Lou was just, you know, aiming at that giant secondary. We know it's elite. And um, Jarvis Landry versus Baltimore. For tight end, Gronk versus uh, Minnesota. I don't know. Is it, fa- is it fair to say that Brady and Gronk look like they've gotten back on the same page? Is it fair to yeah. say that? Absolutely. It's starting to look mm-hmm. like if they get hot down the stretch, we all know how lethal that, that duo Com- Coming be. off a of bye week, too. Yeah, Exactly. And um, also Tanya versus Detroit. I love Tanya this year. I mean, I know I have him too, but it seems like these past couple of weeks, it's Aaron Rodgers' new buddy, so you got to love that. And for sit for tight ends, uh, we have Ertz versus uh, New Orleans. And with the waiver wire, if you want some playoff pickups, we have Jalen Hurts, who we saw is getting the start. Maybe if, if you want to roll the dice. Maybe not this week, but maybe the weeks uh, upcoming. We have Adrian Peterson. And Ty Johnson from the Jets, who, if Frank or stayed out, he just put up 100 yards on the Raiders. Uh-huh. I'm behind Beckton. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah. Start <laughs> all the Jets you have, you know. Just you can't oh, yeah, go wrong. playing the Seahawks. <laughs> and for receivers, we have Kiki Cutie, who's the Texans receiver, because Will Fuller got suspended for the year. He actually got a lot of receptions last game. And then Henry Henry Ruggs, the, the Jets fan favorite, and Logan Thomas, the tight end from Washington. All right, so I think I'll um I'll introduce the top fives. It was an interesting, interesting week. Lucas lead and the top fives it shrinks, which is what you love to see. Uh, <laughs> this is this is really really close. Um, and. All right, so I'll, I'll just I'll introduce the games. Let me check out the doc. Here we are. Thursday night, which is tonight, we're going to get the Patriots versus the Rams. 
Sunday after uh, Sunday, one o'clock. Got the Cardinals versus the Giants. That's a big competitive game. The spread's really close on that. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the football team versus the 49ers. I like that matchup too. I think that's really interesting. We get people going both ways in that. Sunday night games, we already talked about how good of a game this is. Steelers versus the Bills. And then Monday night, Ravens versus the Browns. The, the primetime games, man, they don't disappoint. I agree. And I just want to make sure Luke is going first, right? We're doing standing. Well, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> it's a bit. John Franco, do you have to go? Do you want to go first here a little bit? Um, or? Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, that's fine. I'll hop on first. All right. So for Thursday, honestly, wait, I wanted to – we didn't uh, mention it before because we're speaking about top fives. It just came in my head about primetime games. I thought about it. Uh, I saw before I could be wrong, but I think the Giants got flexed into a Sunday yeah. night game. Giants got moved against the Browns. That They got moved up. I was talking to Jack yeah. McCann about that. It got moved up to primetime. We're excited. I think that's pretty cool. But, yeah, so we got that. I think that's next week. Is it going to be? No. Maybe. Yeah, so that's going to be up. All right. So, anyway, for tonight's game, Patriots-Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Sunday night, Cardinals, Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. Sunday afternoon, football team, Niners. Niners got beat up too bad by the Bills. I got to go with the football team after that big win. Sunday night, Steelers, Bills. Give me the Bills. And Monday night, Ravens, Browns. Give me Baker and the Browns. All right. Now we're going to go in order of the standings to avoid any fraudulent behavior from Luca. So, Luca, <laughs> you will go. Okay. Uh, I, I'm struggling here. This is like a make – this is a make or break week right here. Yeah, it's because... not so easy when you can copy everyone's picks now, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, no. A lot of these weeks they've been saying, like, they've been, like, an easy favorite. But all of these, they're all close. Like, I want to take the Rams. But I, can't, I don't want to go against Bill Belichick. Because Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the Rams. Um, Cardinals, Giants. I don't like picking the Giants because they're the Giants. But I've also learned my lesson, like, picking against the Giants. And there's a lot of injuries in, Card- in the Cardinals' defense. Oh. Uh, I don't like all this pressure. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. oh, a lot of long pauses that I have to cut out from the podcast and the edit. <laughs> Good, more work for me. All right, go. <laughs> I want to go Cardinals, but I'm going to take that after I pick them You're up. still on the second pick? Oh, my God. Who did you pick? Hey, just tell me. doesn't have us to copy. Tell me, <laughs> just yeah. tell me for sake of ease when I can write it down. Who are you picking? I have no clue. I didn't think of this ahead of time. I, I, don't, I don't prep for these. I look at the game. I go, which team do I like more? I pick them. It's not that hard. All right. Fine. I think this is proof. Luke has been copying us the whole time. Cardinals. Cardinals. Um, how am I copying you? I'm beating you. How is that copying? I mean, you copy a mix of us. Obviously, you listen for who has the best explanation for their picks, and you go with that. Obviously. Should I restart and do with X? No, 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 no. no. Okay. You're already no, raising I'm restarting. I'm restarting. No, 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 you're no, dead. Can you have him explain every pick? <laughs> Lou, you, you said my explanations are funny. I'm, I'm, they were. I'm they are funny. Uh, I thought you were making explanations between the long pauses, but I guess not. No, now, now I know who I'm going to pick. Oh boy. Okay, so 
Mm. I'm going Rams over the Patriots because Cam Newton's just not a good quarterback. There we go. <laughs> That's <Our> racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm gonna go Cardinals over to the Giants because the Giants they have a great defense, but their offense is a little not too great. Um, the football team versus the 49ers. Uh, even though the football team doesn't have a name. They're basically they have football in their name, so you got to go with the football team. Interesting take. <laughs> interesting. I like where you went with that. That's a good interesting take. That's that's the best logic I've heard. That's, that's actually the best logic I've heard about their name ever. Well, Steelers Bills. Roethlisberger can't throw more than five yards, so Bills. Uh, Ravens Browns. The Ravens don't have a quarterback. No one's throwing the oh. ball, so Browns. Um. So. I'll be up next now that we've avoided any fraudulent activity. Don't copy me. I'm on. I, I promise you I won't. Thursday night, Rams versus the Patriots. In my mind, this really isn't the question. I know the Rams are streaky, but I, I know that I know the Patriots blew out the Chargers, but I'm still going to ride the Rams here. Sunday afternoon or 1 o'clock afternoon. No question in my mind that the Giants are winning this football game. Luca, your blasphemous comments about the Giants have gone on long enough. Alan Jones is a great quarterback. They have a fantastic offense. Evan Ingram is a Hall of Fame level tight end. I couldn't even say it with a straight face. I'm sorry. I almost got through it. No, but the Giants are going to win this game. Their defense is going to shut down Kyler. Sunday afternoon, Washington football team versus the San Francisco 49ers. As much as I hate to say it, because I kind of need them to lose. I'm loving me some Washington football team. And these, these picks are important down the stretch, so I can't mess around with these. I can't, you know, I can't give away any. So I'm going to take the Washington football team. As Lucas said, they got football in their name. What are you going to do? <laughs> Sunday night. This is a tough one, but I fell in love with Josh Allen again. I fell in love with him early on in the season. Then he kind of broke my heart with the way he played, but he – he made that big gesture to me in that last game. You know, he got all the flowers. It was just touching. So I'm back on the Josh Allen train. I'm taking him with the Bills Sunday night. That's a weird analogy. That was, that was so weird. <laughs> and then Monday night. Monday night, Ravens versus the Browns. You're going to be shocked to hear me say this, but I am going to go. Maybe you're not shocked. I just don't like the Browns. So I'm still going to go Ravens here. Hopefully Lamar can show me something as I – play him in my fantasy football first first playoff week so uh those are my picks i think rory is next up all right so thursday night uh i feel like i can never root against the patriots and every time the rams just screw me so i don't know who to pick uh i'm just gonna go the rams let's let's go for the rams yeah (laughs) Uh, Sunday, obviously, it's going to be the Giants over the Cardinals. That's a no-brainer. Uh, they're just—it's going to be a dominant performance out of every single person on that squad. Uh, Sunday afternoon, I like—I just can't—I can't pick the football team. I got to go 49ers, You know, uh, more for hope, but we got to go 49ers. And I think that uh, them losing Gibson is big. Um, Steelers versus Bills, got to go with my boy Josh Allen. 
And their defense, I think, yep, let's go Bills. And then let's go Brown Town. Browns, Monday night. Tommaso, you're up, kid. Mm. All right. So I'll go Rams over Patriots. Sorry, guys, but I'm going to go Cardinals over Giants. Wow. Um, Bad choice. This is a tough team, but uh, I'll go with the football team over the 49ers. Sunday night, I think the Steelers are going to get back on track. So I also feel like this game, like the Bills are getting a lot of hype. I just feel like this might be like a game where the Bills like walk into it like with all that hype and I don't know, the Steelers – might might have heard all the the doubters calling them overrated. I don't know. We'll see. So I'll take the Steelers, and then Monday night I'm gonna go Ravens over Browns. That wraps up our picks for the week. I'll read out the standings. Like I said, really close in first place. We got Luke at 41 and 24 at second place. Just two games behind him. Posio at 39 and 26. No way. We have a three-way tie for third place. 38 and 27. That's Lou. uh, Me. Uh, It's John Franco. And that's Mr. Harris. Three games behind Luca. Now a little bit of separation in last place. Tommaso continues to slide. 32 and 33. Nine games behind Luca. But, hey, it's not over till it's over. Like we said, um, you know, the playoffs are – we're, we're picking the playoffs, and there are a lot of games in the playoffs. And I don't know – no matter it, what, Tommaso, you didn't quit. So you're you above quit. Steven. You're above <laughs> Steven. That's all that matters. That's, that's, all, that's that. all that matters. Thank God for that, yeah. honestly. <laughs> mm. Um. I think we're gonna wrap wrap this one up. Any uh any closing remarks to Luca? Oh uh, I feel like this mm. is my my last week in first place. Kinda scared. I, some of those uh, are a bit controversial. So I'm nervous for this week. I, I mean I'm that. just I'm just gonna warn you. Post pickums, Paula on his picks went ten and five. And Ooh, uh, wow. you know, he said, you know, let's expletive go. He was really happy about that. So, like, he's in a groove. He's in a, he, he's, he had the 5 and 0 week in top fives, and he just went 4 and 1 now. Like, Poe is red. Poe is red, red hot. Don't he's, tell right, on, he's right on your tail, man. Like, you got to watch out. When he picks, don't tell him what I pick. So I want to I see what he picks. I mean, you, what, you think he's going to listen to the pod? Like, what is he? Who, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to the pod. <laughs> on that note another great episode of sports night pod on behalf of john franco who's no longer here he's eating his dinner we hope it's good luca mr harris Tommaso, blue orlando let's call it a night you simply-